What's up? What's up? How's it going? For those of you guys I don't know yet, I'm Crystal Crawford. I'm an Access Consciousness Certified Facilitator, and if you're brand new to me, hi. Welcome. This weekly show is called The Crystal Crawford Show, mostly just because when I first started it, I couldn't think of another name. But basically what this weekly show is, is access consciousness tools for your earballs, not your eyeballs. Although, I mean, I'm not bad. Um, and so if you guys are brand new to the tools of access consciousness, I just want to invite you to do a thorough checking them out. Go to accessconsciousness.com. Go to theclearingstatement.com. I see you guys. Hi. Um, go to my website, crystaljoycrawford.com. There's just so many different ways you can get involved. You can go to the awarenesschallenge.com. That's four websites. So that's plenty of research. All right, cool. So for all of you guys joining me live, if you have a friend that you know would like to hear this topic, would you do me a huge favor and share this video right now so they can join us? Um, I'm so grateful, Reshma. Thank you so much. I can't even say all your names because a bunch of you joined so fast. So hey to all of you joining. Um, listen, y'all, right above my head is a link to a call that I'm doing on Thursday. And that's where this topic came out of. And the call is called... Are you trying to be nice instead of having money? Now, this call topic came out of a Facebook post that I did the other day, and I don't even know what instigated this question. This is not a question I got from Gary Douglas. I, I don't know. I was coaching or I was doing some calls or whatever, and, uh, and so I was like, hey, I mean, if having money meant that you had to be whatever it took, would you? And so this, so I want to sort of riff on this a little bit, and um, I've got some really cool stuff that I want to share with you guys for, that I picked up from the reference materials, which for those of you guys that don't know a lot about Access Consciousness, the reference materials are this incredible tome of material that over time, as we've rewritten the classes, has sort of gotten shelved as valuable, but not super relevant to the whole. And yet, when you go back into the reference materials, you will find like diamonds and stuff that will change your life. So let me talk a little bit about, um, I don't even know where I'm going to start. Let me talk a little bit, I guess, about having money. If you guys have questions about this, if something's popping up in your world, just ask me and you know I'm going to shout it out. I will talk about it. Hey, you guys. Okay, so I want to read something real quick to you from the reference materials, okay? Your standard of nice proves your righteousness about everything. Every standard you have defined as a fact, how you should treat people, integrity, ethics, and morals are all the standards by which you imprison you. Now, this is, this is very bad. If you're heavy into religion, you may want to turn me off. They are designed for humanoids. Why? Because humanoids, listen, only humanoids will follow the moral code and judge themselves for breaking it. Humans will always break the moral code. Now, this right here, these three sentences are actually the topic of the whole damn show. Because when you've decided you have to be a certain way in order for things to occur, you are holding yourself to a standard that you bought or aligned and agreed with or resisted and reacted to that's holding it in place. So you have decided something about the way you have to be in the world, which eliminates every other choice that would actually create what you want to have. So let's just start to extrapolate this a little bit. And I got to scoot you guys back because I have to raise my arms today. Um, okay, so to have money, you've got to be willing to do or be whatever it takes to have it. That's it. That's the money is so simple. It's we miss it all the time. It's just simple. 
But what keeps you from having money? What have you decided you can never do, never be? What have you decided that you have to do or must always be that keeps you from having money? Money's a choice. Money's a choice we have available to us. Um, I have, God, there's just so many examples of this. Do you, I guess, do you allow yourself to have money as a choice or, you know, have you made it hard? Have you made it impossible? Have you made it something that will eventually show up but is probably going to take forever? Um, it's actually a choice to have it. So the question becomes then what would you have to do or be to be willing to have it? But let's start looking at this, this nice thing because um, the call on Thursday is to invite you to bring your questions and actually get live facilitation on your version of this because I know all of you have a different thing going on with this. So if you want to register for that now, you can register right while we're here. The thing is pinned. Um, it's 69 bucks because 69. Um, so your standard of nice proves your righteousness about everything. Okay, so how many righteous point of views are you using to eliminate money are you choosing? And everything that is times a godzillion, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, pipe, online, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Let's do it again. How many righteous points of view are you using to eliminate money in your world are you choosing? Hi guys. And everything that is, times a godzillion, we destroy and create it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, online, shorts, boys and beyonds. Hey, if you guys think your friends should be um, tortured with this topic, share this show while we're on it so people can join us live. How many righteous points of view are you using to eliminate money in your world are you choosing? And everything that is, times a godzillion, we destroy and create it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, online, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Now, again, if you're new to the tools of access consciousness, that crazy statement that I just say like it's water is, is outlined in theclearingstatement.com. But this is a big one. Yes, Mara, exactly. Because as humanoids, so there is a different, where there's two different species on the planet, maybe three, but two that are really relevant. There's humans and there's humanoids. And this is something you start to really get into in the class foundation. As a humanoid, you will always seek to uphold the moral code because we want to be nice, we want to be kind, we care, and all that gets bastardized into one big mashup where we get eliminated. The first person we're going to eliminate is us, not somebody else. We will go out of our way to take care of everybody else around us, to make sure everybody else has what they need. We, on the other hand, we will judge ourselves, throw ourselves under the bus, not get us what we need, not get the support we need. Like, we will put all of our effort into upholding the standards that we think make us a good person. And because for the most part, as humanoids, we are made wrong from the moment we take breath. So when you are made wrong from the moment you take breath and you are also not empowered with the information that you are so incredible and so amazing and nobody took the time to tell you that from the beginning, then you're going to continue that cycle of abuse through your life and just continue to make yourself wrong and try desperately to prove that you're not wrong. So it's, you know, we've developed these really insane cycles, but I read the most incredible quote by Gary Douglas today. And he said at the heart, the, the, um, The infinite life that you are desiring is at the heart of your insanity. The infinite life that you're desiring is at the heart of your insanity. So this is probably a very insane area. Like, how do you think trying to be nice affects your willingness to price your services? 
I mean, I could give you so many examples of how this could show up, right? Like, I can't price my services too much. The market won't sustain it. I live in a small town. I can't, I, I feel bad because some of my clients have been paying this and now I want to raise my prices. And you guys could probably fill in the blanks for me of all the stories we tell ourselves that eliminate us as a possibility, right? So, you know, these stories that we tell ourselves seem logical according to this reality, but what they do is they don't take into consideration choice and what's going to create and what's going to be fun. They don't take into consideration you. So that's us trying to be nice and not having money. We're like, I don't want to do that because I don't want to do that because I don't want to do that because. So how many I don't want to do that because are you using to eliminate you? Are you choosing? And everything that is times a godzillion, you destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. I don't want to say that because how much of your voice are you eliminating to fit in to this reality? And everything that is times a godzillion, you destroy and uncreate it all. Now, clearly, you can see why we could have a whole call on this because you guys are going to have a bunch of questions about this. But one of the questions that just came through is, um, how do we change this taking care of other people? Cool. So one of the things that I would do if taking care of people is like one of your things, first of all, don't make yourself wrong for it because there's anytime there's something that sticks you like I, I, I keep taking care of people and I don't know how to stop or I can't price my services because and I can't seem to get out of that story. One of the clearings that just works so good to start to unravel unconsciousness around that is what stupidity am I using to take care of people and eliminate me and my choosing. So you could just like let that run over and over. What stupidity am I using to take care of me? No, that's not what it is. To take care of other people and eliminate me and my choosing. Um, but then the other thing I do in conjunction with running clearings, because, I mean, access is such a gift because you can run clearings to like clear out unconsciousness if you can't seem to get to another choice. But the power of access consciousness is that it empowers you with another choice always. So the, the, the conversation always is, is this working? Is what I'm choosing, hi Rose, hi Jen, working? That's it. That's always the conversation, is what I'm choosing working. I had a couple of situations over the weekend um, with different people. I have a new little, um, little stepdaughter. It's kind of weird calling her that because it's not like I'm married yet, but she's sort of my stepdaughter. Um, and she's new to me. And she is struggling with other people's points of view about me and th making them hers. She doesn't really have any points of view about me. So she was particularly unhappy with me this weekend. And it was my idea to go to this like Halloween thing and take her out. And I just didn't know how it was going to go. And she just didn't want me around, but I was there. So, you know, I had so many choices in that moment. And this is very relevant to this topic. This seems a little off topic, but this is very relevant. I had so many choices. I could you know, react to the way that she was being with me. I could feel rejected. I could, I could let that ruin my day. Um, and I had a couple of Saturdays before. And instead I went into this day and I was like, you know what, no matter what she chooses, I'm torturing her with how happy I am. Like I am going to enjoy this day, no matter how she feels about me or how she feels about this. And literally by the end of the day, I haven't posted these pictures yet. Um, we were walking out from the Halloween celebrations, which were, they were kind of annoying, you know, and, uh, I mean, you know, they're great, but you know how kids celebrations are also kind of annoying. They're kind of like slow and everybody's standing around trying to do family stuff, but nobody knows what that means. And so you got a bunch of like kids and adults dressed in Halloween costumes going, I went, <laughs> it's very funny. So we're walking away from the festivities 
And this is what we call a party. Okay, that's a whole other live. And uh, it's autumn here in Ontario and the trees are staggeringly beautiful. And um, so I had a new coat on. I was feeling really sassy. It's freezing cold outside. And I saw these big piles of leaves. And I had been wanting to run through the leaves ever since they started falling. So I just started. I just like started running through the leaves. <laughs> well, I've got this little five-year-old behind me who can't say no to a party because she's five. And, and she could not hold on to her misery anymore. And so she saw me running through the leaves. And then I see this little five-year-old like dart past me and like start running through the leaves. Like, oh my God, you can do that, you know? And so we got into this leaf fight and it was amazing. And it totally, totally, totally changed the energy. So much so that on the drive home, she looked at her dad and she's like, dad, out of the blue. Nobody instigated this. Daddy. I don't care how many girlfriends you have, as long as I'm your number one. And she just looks straight at me with so much peace and so much care and so much, you know, adoration. And it was this incredible example of how when we really choose the reality that works for us and we just keep being present as that, we truly give everybody else around us a different choice. And if you are going to begin to choose to have money, there are going to be things you have to be willing to be in order to have it. You've got to be willing to be judged. You've got to be willing for people to have a point of view about how much you charge. You've got to be willing to be uncomfortable. You've got to be willing to be comfortable because if you have more money, your life will be comfortable. You've got to be willing to be these things. You've got to be willing to be evil because people will think you're evil. If you're in the healing industry and you charge that much money, it must mean you don't care. You've got to be willing to be, ah, come up with an adjective, right? What is it that you're resisting being that would create more money in your life? And what have you been unwilling to give of you that would create more money in your life? You know, so, um, I don't want to do it because of what other people think of me. This one is really hard for me to overcome. Well, here, I'm going to give you a gift. And for all of you guys that are really struggling with this topic, I want to invite you to the call on Thursday. It's pinned at the top. You can register now. It's $69 because 69. Um, so I don't want to do it because of what other people will think of me. Okay. So when we are committed to something, we will find all the stories to justify that commitment, okay? And this is an unconscious thing we do. It's not like we sit around planning the stories that are going to justify our limitations. It's just what we do. And it's one of the reasons that, um, you know, The Ten Keys to Total Freedom is a book by Gary and Dane. One of the reasons that do not tell or listen to or buy the story is one of the keys to total freedom is because when you choose something like, I don't want to do it. Let's say, I don't want to raise my prices. Let's say that's what you're choosing. And then you justify it. And you can tell you're justifying something with a but or a because. Then you stick it in place for you and everybody else. So it isn't really true that that's why. But we have to create a why in order to feel justified that that's what we're choosing. And the rest of the world will buy it because the rest of this world runs on reasons and justifications why things can't work. You're the weirdo that is like, yes, chapter two, Aurelia, exactly. You're the weirdo 
that is willing to even come on a, on a conversation like this and look at that there might be a different possibility. You may not have chosen it yet, but you're at least willing to look at it. The rest of the world is like, oh yeah, of course I get, we're going to be, the rest of the world's going to be empathetic and disempower you and go, oh, I get it, honey. It's okay. Don't worry about it. It's okay. You'll do it when you're ready. Whereas if you get with an access facilitator who's, who's any good, who actually is being interesting point of view, they're going to look at you with no point of view and go, okay, how's it working? Because that's the only relevant thing. The relevant thing is not the story you've told yourself about why you can't. That's not relevant. The relevant thing even isn't even that you're not choosing it. That's not relevant either. The only relevant thing is that you're choosing it and is it working? And that's everything in your life. I'm choosing that. Is it working? I'm choosing to... So this thing of, let's take my little, my little five-year-old example. Her name is Luna, by the way, my new little, my new little person that I get to fuck with, that I get to care about, that I get to play with, receive from. Okay. So this, the story I just told you um, was from this past weekend because we had a little Halloween celebration. The story before that, that I haven't told you yet, was the, the last weekend that we were with her, which was the first weekend where she showed her disapproval of me. But that was the first weekend where I really looked at some of the choices she was making and I got really kind of in her face about him. She started throwing this temper tantrum and trying to control her dad with all this whining. And I just looked straight at her and I was like, is that working? I didn't buy it. I didn't go down that road. I didn't, you know, try to make her happy like everybody else does. I did not behave in the way that she was used to getting. And so she used disapproval of me for the rest of the day to let me know that she did not like that. And to be honest with you, that was kind of a hard day for me because I like it when she likes me. And there's a part, a part of me that has these sort of echoey points of view that with kids you should be nicer, you should be nice at all, you shouldn't fuck with them, you shouldn't do this stuff, you know? So, so her reaction to me fucked with me a little bit. It made me go into doubt a little bit, which is what reactions are supposed to do, by the way. They're supposed to instill doubt and blame and shame and stuff so that you come out of choice. That's what reactions are for. They're to control. So she was trying to control me the opposite direction. It didn't work to control me with her temper tantrum, but she was going to try to control me with her dislike, which worked sort of. And so, you know, we have a week between seeing each other. And so this last weekend, um, she was in the same, she was choosing the same thing. But I have tools and I had looked at what I wanted to be with her and what I wanted to show her was available because nobody else in her life does that. And so I chose actively that whole time we were together to be interesting point of view and to really show up for her and for me as me, which is, I'm pretty happy. I'm a pretty happy person. I'm pretty nonplussed about most things. And you know, you're not gonna get away with a lot of shit and you can get away, I mean, you can do that if you want all at the same time. And it just, it created, it worked. And no matter how, it would have gone, it would have created, but it, it did create. And so that was the, again, with how's that choice working to be disappointed or upset? Is it working to be that way? And if it's not working, what else would you like to choose? So with money, it's, I'm, I'm using that to sort of extrapolate over into money because whatever you're choosing to be with money is what's creating what's showing up in your life.
it's not your circumstances. Circumstances are a made up thing that we use to blame things on. They're this like, I don't know, the pit where all the blame goes, right? It's, it's that you create everything that shows up in your life. And the gift about that is that if you can create shit, you can create awesome. So you got to look at, well, then how do I practice creating awesome? Because right now I'm really practiced at creating shit. So what have I decided is the righteous thing to do that I'm doing that is destroying money in my world? If it's righteous to not charge more, I would be righteous for what reason? And then pock and pod that shit that comes up. Pock and pod your righteousness because it ain't serving you. If it would serve you, if it actually got more of you out into the world, if it created more possibility, if it created more space, okay, keep doing it. Go. Is it doing that? Or is it creating more contraction, less money, less possibility, less of you, more upset? Do you see how choices just create? That's it. That's, they just create. So upholding a standard of rightness creates and choosing to go beyond it, around it, creates. What do you want to create? What do you want to have? So what would you have to be willing to be to have money in your life? And this is where you're going to find the response to that is first just asking yourself. You're going to notice that, though, in the way you judge yourself. I could never do this. I would never do that. Um, I can't do that. You're going to find the judgments that you have about you and what you can never do in all of those things. And those are all stories. They're not truth. They're just, they're just stories. You're just creative. And so is everybody else. And so you just bought a bunch of shit and made it yours and... Um, no, we don't do affirmations. You know, the only thing that even resembles an affirmation in access is all of life comes to me with ease and joy and glory. Try that one 10 times in the morning and 10 times at night. Because it, this is not about being positive. Consciousness is not about thinking positive. It's not about brainwashing yourself into being a positive person. It's about empowering yourself with a different choice. And choice is not about positivity. Choice is about what works. So what choices are you currently making with money that work? And what choices are you currently making with money that don't work? Is being a nice person, and I'm putting that in air quotes, working? Would you have to be willing to be a mean person, an evil person, for money to work better? Does that mean if you're willing to be it, that you'll be it? No, it just means that you're giving yourself choice. So... Do you want choice with money? Or would you rather be disempowered? That's a fair question. It's confronting, but it's fair. So, are you using nice to eliminate money? Are you using nice to eliminate you? Are you using nice to try to fit in? Hi. How are you using nice? Are you using nice to suppress the anger you truly have? I'm not going to get into that on this call because that's for the paid call. But if you want to come on the paid call, we can talk more about that. How much suppressed anger are you using to eliminate you? Are you choosing? That's something else we can look at. So, um, mm. I think that's all I have to say about that. This is a chalk 
packed call. Like you could go back and listen to this and take notes and change your whole life. Um, but if you want more and you want it personalized, the paid call link is pinned to the top here and you can come $69. And if this is enough, then just loop this thing over and over. Take some notes on these clearings, make those run for you and start looking at what you're choosing. The key to having money is being willing to be whatever it is you've decided you can't be and choosing. Cool. So please share this. If you got something out of it, I'd be so grateful. This social media thing is such a gift. You guys are such a gift and your friends listen to you. So, um, thank you. And if you, uh, want more, you know where to go. And otherwise I will see you guys next week. Have fun being this week. Bye for now.